You are listening to the Fire and Lunch podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. And who are you? The proud face said that I must eat this pie. This podcast is brought to you by White Walker Art Studio. Are you looking for that special, unique piece to adorn your castle walls? Something with a real sense of home and a familiarity that might come from it being made from pieces of your actual family? Commission a piece from the White Walker Art Studio. Their new modern style is setting the art world on fire. Or rather, you can set it on fire if you need to kill the screaming white child centerpiece. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 80, Winterfell. I'm Lauren. I'm Jenny. And I'm Jess. Hello, ladies. Hi. So, Hello. So here we are on um, on the first episode of the very last season of Game of Thrones, which is kind of sad and scary and amazing all at the same time. I don't know so, if it would be amazing. Yeah. So um, <laughs> let, let's dive right in. Uh, we, we all couldn't watch the episode together. Um, Rachel is actually missing the podcast right now because she's on a plane from Chicago because she was in, uh, she was at Star Wars Celebration. Jenny, where were you? Uh, I was in Austin at my friend's baby shindig. Uh, and uh, I watched it with my friend Hannah and uh, we basically sat in the dark watching it on my laptop, like crying into each other's shoulders over the terribleness of certain things. Aww. And hey. uh Getting excited over some things and yelling about fire swords and dollar said so yes. it's a good time. And then we promptly passed out because we had to get up at like two forty five a.m. to that's, go to the airport. It's gonna be me this uh, after I record this. There you go. There you go. Well, Jess and I watched it at my house after drinking some of the uh, the watchers on the the, the what was it the uh, the night's watch the night's uh, watch uh, whiskey. And we did have um, some of the Oreos too. There you go. Um, we spent a lot of the time screaming at the screen. We even recorded our reactions. And my mother just, because she decided to watch it with us, kept staring at us across the room like, what is wrong with you two? Because <laughs> occasionally... We'll make that the outro. Occasionally we would, we would grasp hands like, oh my God! I think with the brand, the brand when I grasped your hand. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> Bran wasn't doing any of that, so I had I, to make up for it. And I think we were flopping around when John and Arya met up and my mother hadn't like my mom just like I don't understand you too I'm surprised she didn't go upstairs to her apartment like I can't with you too but whatever <laughs> <laughs> anywho so what exciting things have we done recently I saw a kid on SNL but uh that was fun but you guys did something cooler we we got to have dinner with David Peterson we didn't think it was gonna happen because his schedule was really tight but yes because it, last week on the podcast we said it wasn't going I know. Well, that was great. It was great last minute. He, he, I mean, not great for the person he was supposed to have dinner with who wound up being sick. Um, but, uh, but it was great for us because we got to spend some time with him and, and talk to him because it's been a while. So, so that was that. So that was cool. Okay. Now I heard the wind. <laughs> Either that or it was a baby dragon. So we're going to say baby dragon. Or the winds of winter. Both are applicable. Okay, it was the baby winds of winter. It's appropriate ambiance for this episode. It is. Oh, God. And while we're recording this, my coworker is now, she's just finished watching the episode and she keeps texting me about it. So it's my brother. Gonna... He keeps, like, messaging me memes. I'm like, <laughs> I need to, like, pack for Disney World. Hannah <laughs> was re-watching it with her husband and she was like, it's still infuriating. <laughs> there you go. I don't know if I would use that word for this episode. I mean, we'll, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, here we go. And we're going to jump right into the pie rating. So, go ahead, Jenny. Um, I gave it an undercooked Jared with some slices missing. And the slices are replaced with some eight-year-old Simon for all of the callbacks, some of which were terrible. Um, mostly I the can't imagine which one. ones you're referring to. And, uh, <laughs> and <this laughs> And some slivers of Rhaegar for the reunions that I liked. Okay. All right. That was a little more descriptive than I was expecting. Good for you. <laughs> well, you know, it was a it was a setup episode, as the first episodes usually right. are. So it is um, what it is. <laughs> it is. All right, Jess? Yeah, to piggyback off of what Jenny said, I also gave it a Jared. Uh, 
you know, the first episodes are just setting up the groundwork for the rest of the season, but I did like all the reunions, and it was just nice seeing characters who have not interacted together in a really long time coming together, and all the callbacks to season one, minus one, um, I could have done without, and then we certain all things done I thought were that. tied up too quickly, but overall I thought it was a solid episode, definitely not the worst, but definitely not the best opener for a Game of Thrones season. Pretty good. Yeah, um, I also gave it a Jared, but I had a slice taken out for those scenes that we all could have done without. Um, but I do love the throwback to the first episode and how it matched up a lot of ways. And I thought that was pretty cool. So, so moving on. All right, let's go for episode MVP. Jess, who do you give uh, MVP for the episode to? I gave it to Sansa Stark. Uh, I think she, as a character, was saying a lot of the stuff that we all were saying at the end of last season about like the stupidity of following Cersei and just being the one to prepare for winter and just asking the questions that we were asking, like, how are you going to feed all of these Unsullied and Dothraki? Um, so, you know, from that perspective and not necessarily just willingly bending the knee and understanding like northern politics in a way that I feel like John wasn't um, for a number of reasons. I'm not going to hate on John. He, he's very tunnel vision about certain things, um, but I gave it to her. But an honorable mention for my MVP is Gendry because I like that he was making obsidian weapons. I thought that yeah. was pretty badass. I agree. I agree. Do you burn the can, can you melt obsidian like that? He was doing it. He was melting it. I or know, smelting. That what it, that's how you just smelting? That's we it. were well, confused I, by I, that. Well, there we go. That's something to look up. There you go. <laughs> Jess, Jess, you are Jess. Um, Jenny, who did you give MVP to? Um, I'll, I'll stick with your Sansa vote. I think that's fair and, and a good option. Um, unless we want to give it to Bran for managing to sit in the courtyard for the entire episode. With no hat. There, there was a tweet somebody said. Would someone build him? Like, like they, they're trying to like build a ramp for to get him out of the courtyard so he can go someplace else. He looks <laughs> like a, everybody just left him there. He's just like chilling. He's fine. He looks like a beetle. He's fine. Um, <laughs> I also gave it to Sansa. I, I, I think she's. I think her mother would be very proud of her because she's she's learned all the lessons her mother taught her about taking care of the keep and what her responsibilities were to the people. And she showed that she's really listened and she and, and considering she was so young when she was getting those lessons from her mother that she was able to retain them. Um, I think it's pretty impressive. Also, she's fucking badass. She doesn't give a shit. She knows she knows a lot. <laughs> and she's so, been through a lot. She's been through a lot. She's learned. She's definitely learned. And so, um, yeah, definitely, definitely Sansa. Okay. um, So uh, I guess we don't need our Stark watch anymore because (laughs) apparently they're all in one spot for change, which was really nice. Um, Particularly Bran is in one spot. (laughs) (laughs) It's like someone cut the wheels on his his wheelchair. Oh, God. Um, It has wheels. Like, he can move. He can move. It's not as if... No, he can't. He can't use his arms. Ever since like Hodor died, he's like, I can't. I'm useless. I can't. Oh, yeah, and Mira was like, "Peace out, bye. I'm not moving you around." Yeah, anymore. Mira, Mira's gone. Like you would, th- especially right now, you would think that she'd be there, but she's done. She's fucking yeah. done. Campus yeah, where room. were they? Where were the reeds in that that scene when they're when they're speaking to all the northern lords? Yeah, where's Helen Reed? Yeah, I didn't see Show. him. And where where is he? I mean, mm-hmm. we we know Jojen is pace, so he's down. But well, he got killed by like Mira's. Mira's. Mira's still around. Yeah. I, I guess Mira probably went to like, I don't know, Astapor or someplace. And she's, she's done. She's gone. She's gone. She's she's done. She's, she's done. Um. So I don't think there's a Ned Stark award this week. No. Think... No one. Only one person in that we like knew for two seconds died anyway. So true. 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 Not one that no we cared too much about. Um. Really stupid for honor purposes. Yeah. And I guess the, succeed. there you go. I guess our favorite fan shout out was all the callbacks to the pilot because that was pretty awesome that that they they matched up in so many different ways. What do you guys think about that? 
I loved it. You know, it's a little bit, like, heavy-handed, yeah. but I appreciate it. As I don't like know a... that we needed the kid climbing up things, but, you know, I... Or sex position. Or sex position. No, I no, mean, we I definitely say... didn't need that part, but I think the I kid... will say that I don't normally... We took out our, our favorite Ramin moment, but I was like, oh, look, they're using the music cues from oh, the first Oh, yeah, <laughs> the, kings, the kings coming into... Yes. No, but, but I liked uh, I liked the kid running around because it, because especially because it cuts to Arya and that's what she was doing. She was running around and that's oh what, I got it. Yeah, and I know, but it's also it's also a view from what it's not it's not a it's not one of the lords or the ladies. It's just one of the commoners, and I think that was interesting seeing it from. It was okay. So something interesting I noticed about like that scene is when they when Robert arrives, all of them bow to Robert, and that wasn't the case when Danny. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, came in. There was no bowing to Khaleesi. Nope. Nope. Um, and and I, I have a lot to say about that scene, so we'll save it for another part. Um, okay. We had a few favorite one-liners. Um, I, I personally loved when Ed came out and was screaming that Tormund had blue eyes, and Tormund responded with, I've always had blue eyes. It was a good scene. <laughs> it was yeah. a good scene. Um, Jess, you had a favorite in there. Yeah, when um, Danny and Sansa were doing their their Mean Girls shtick, he's like, "Listen, we don't have time for all of this." <laughs> and then he goes on to say, "Viserion is like, uh, what a zombie dragon. The wall is down, and everybody's just like super calm about taking that news." Yeah. Just... Well, I just like that John was. You know, looking at Sansa, like, is he always like this? Yeah, she's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, and then she, the, not, she didn't even blink. She was just like, know. you know, this is just <gasps> we call, we call this again. Tuesday. This is normal. Like, exactly. Like, oh, he's just giving. And us then some my runner-up line is like, when Sam is like, "What are you doing out here?" He's like, "I'm waiting for an old friend." And I knew it. Didn't I say it to you that yes. it was? I thought it was going to be Jamie. I fucking Hannah called also it. called that it was Jamie. It's she pretty funny that he refers to Jamie Lannister as an old friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my um, god. if they don't talk in the next episode, they're gonna, gonna be, be like so best buddies. It's I don't think it's gonna be a buddy movie because Jamie has one hand and can't push that wheelchair for forever. <laughs> actually with try. Jamie actually Jamie's one Jamie's one hand has more movement than Brand's two hands. <laughs> like, so True. there you go. Um I also loved when Tyrion says to Sansa, last time we spoke was at Joffrey's wedding, miserable affair, and she responded with, it had its moments. Mm. It did indeed. <laughs> so, um, so, I, and I, and, and the other thing I liked is when he said that, you know, when he, he tells her how all the people who underestimated her were, 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 most of them were dead and that she was still there, so I guess he appreciates his wife, not wife. What is she to him anymore? I don't even know. Wife. Technically, she's, she's still his wife. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay, our direwolf watch. What's going on <laughs> with that? <laughs> there were some stone ones in the crypt. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Well, I was enjoy the whole those. Time, I was just yelling like, "Where, where is Ghost? Where are my, no where are my direwolves? No <laughs> where are my direwolves? Where, where was the sidecar for the dragon?" Nope. I mean, John needed that sidecar. We're going to be honest. I think he would have benefited from it. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. Okay. So some notable um, goodbyes because there weren't any introductions of people that we didn't know. Well, I guess there was. There was, um, there was, what's his, there was Strickland. Oh, right. Harry Strickland. uh, Costco Jamie Lannister. Costco Jamie Lannister. When you said that last night, I almost fucking died. Um, (laughs) But yes, he is. He is Costco Jamie Lannister. Um, But then we said goodbye to uh, what I refer to as Umber Flambe because the kid was up against the wall and said flame. I also screamed my head off when his eyes opened up. Well, Jess was look. Jess was looking at me, and I was like, "Oh my god, his eyes!" Yeah, like I wasn't like I wasn't expecting it. I was watching that with Hana, and I was just like, "Oh, that callback. Okay, that's a thing." There you go. You know, people speculate. I was reading online, and you said this last night too, Lauren, that it looks like the Targaryen sigil. Right, and yeah, and and it does, and a lot of people have like comparing it now and even one of my friends asked me afterwards about it and I was like no I said I was kind of thinking that too but the more I've been looking at it today I'm like yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> it really does look like a Targ sigil. So does that mean but... the Night's King is a Targ? No. Everyone's a secret Targaryen. I mean, none of the other... <laughs> yeah. None of the other ones... Like, I don't know, they've all kind of been spirally like that. The horse one was, too. Yeah, but that seems to be what they use. That specific They're very much design. stuck in the same art movement. They haven't progressed. There you go. It's their, it it's, their, said, it's their spiral was it, period. Was it uh, Tyrion that said the Karstarks had a nice sigil? Yeah, yeah, he did. And I was like, yeah, they do. I was like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's the Karstarks. I know that sigil. Yep. There you go. One of the few I do know. I'm not good at family sigils. I was very happy to see Alice there. Uh, you assume that was her? Well, yeah, it was her. She was in another episode. Yeah, she oh, was, was she? Yeah, a few yeah. seasons ago. Yeah, oh, I think I it was like those six. Things. Yeah. Oh, that's the one I recapped. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> good job. There you go. That was Alice. That was okay, important. Okay, moving on. All right, so we got some new places. I mean, Winterfell technically isn't new, but we got some new areas in Winterfell, which is pretty amazing. Um. We got to see more of the Red Keep, and we got Hooray. to and we got to see probably for the first and last time the Last Hearth. <laughs> oh, poor Last Hearth! I see. I recognize that sigil too. And I'm not even sure technically if we can count it as actually seeing the Last Hearth because it was a black screen for most of that. Eventually, they lit the sword, and you could see the courtyard yeah. with the sigils hanging and the dead bodies. I, I got to some point where I just told Jess that I was going to send David Nutter a very strongly worded letter about his use of lighting. So, or lack thereof. Or there lack you thereof. go. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, other other things that, that we liked about this episode. Jess? The new opening sequence, the, the, because it was awesome, and it was the best part of the episode, which is sad because that was the beginning. I think there was other parts that were good too. Let's like you know rein that in. Jess, what about you? Um, what do I like about this episode? I mean, I just like the fact that like we went from having so many different locations and it's very now focused. You know, it's really like Winterfell and it was King's Landing and that was it. Yeah. So all the characters are basically at Winterfell, which is kind of cool for, because they're so long. Winterfell was kind of like the ignored the d the sort of d storyline of game of thrones yes. no offense to brand and company but it, it was um and so it's nice to see like everything is converging at winterfell right um that's just me being like a northern fan i just like any scenes that take place in the north well so. it always comes down to george said the conflict will be in the north and so here we are we've we've come to, we've come to that point finally so um so Jess, you had an, uh, you had a comment about Drogon. <laughs> I just okay. So we all know the scene where John is making out with his aunt, as you do. <laughs> and so, I just thought it was weird that first of all, like he turns to the dragon, and they're just like having a weird staring contest. And, yeah. Like, was... Why is Drogon like? Is he turned on? Is he like heavy breathing? Like what is he? Like, I don't understand him. Was that supposed? Is he... like was it a comedic moment? I don't. I didn't. Is get... he angry? Is he like upset? Is he turned on by this? I, I was. I just have a few questions. There you go. That yeah. I did like. It was just weird. <laughs> there you go. I did like that. Rhaegal is, as far as I'm concerned, a cat because he looks like he wants to eat you one minute, but then he wants to snuggle. So like it was just like he was like leaning up into John. It it was basically like looking at Frankie because that's what my cat does. So I'm convinced that that Rhaegar. Is uh Rhaegal is a cat. So Rhaegar was a cat, that'd be pretty cool too. There you go. <laughs> Maybe my next cat. Okay. Alright, let's talk about our Rhaegar a la mode moments. Um Jenny, you had quite a few of them. Well, I just said the reunions in general, because that was the fun part of the episode. Um of course Arya and John, and it was kinda like my drawing. Yes. You know, he didn't lift her as high as my drawing, but that'd be pretty hard to do. Um, <laughs> it's Kit we're talking about. It's she, not, she, uh, she is a Christian. full-grown adult now. Yes, she's not a little child anymore. Um. Uh, but no, it was it was a very sweet scene, and I loved the sword comparing, and I felt kind of like, oh no, John, when he was, you know, oh, have you had to use that? And she's like, once or twice. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Mm. Once or twice a week is more like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like how it takes place in the in the godswood. Yeah, yeah. 
That was nice. And the and the part where he said jealous about the Valyrian steel. Although she should have pulled out her dagger and then That's true. And like I've got some too. This is the blade that stabbed our brother almost. Yeah. <laughs> and I like um how like John was gonna like talk shit about Sansa and Arya shut that She down. shut that right the fuck down. I appreciate that that sibling sister supporting each other. Well, it's interesting because the first time they had that little goodbye in the second episode of the series, you know, they were kind of joking about Sansa together and not defending her. And now John was sort of trying to continue that in a much more serious way that Arya was not standing for. Yeah, but I I, I also like that it, it like he looked he looked almost proud when she said it too because it was like yeah. he could see the maturity he could see how the sisters are in accord and how important that is and 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 he's looking for that he needs he needs people to be on on each other's side and knowing that his sisters have each other's back is really important. So and just like the fact that like she reminded him that hey. Family comes first, Starks come first before everything else. Right, because and she said to him when she left the, la- the the first time that she said to him, "Remember, we're family," and this is what a, that was a throwback to that. Like, and he said he says to her, "We are family," so I love that part. Um, I was a little underwhelmed by the Arya and Gendry reunion. We're skipping Bran and John. I know. All right, Bran and John, go ahead, go for it. I appreciated, since, you know, Bran can't use his arms, except when he hugs Arya. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, I appreciated that, you know, John was showing emotion enough for both of them, because <laughs> the last time, you know, John had to get news about his brother and sister being alive, he was not very emotional in any way at all, which was really frustrating. So I was glad to see in both of these reunions that he, you know, was smiling and happy and happy to see them. And except, Bran was awake know, this time. It's true. That was the last time and we saw he? him. Was he? <laughs> I mean, I appreciated the forehead kiss callback. Yes. And that was sweet. Yeah, I was surprised by how, like, I don't know, like, sweet it was. I wasn't expecting, like, I guess from Kit's perspective. Like, I thought he did a good job. I, yeah, I do, too. And I did like how, like, when he says, you're you're almost a man, you're a man now. And, and Bran is like, almost? I'm like, what are you implying? You're a tree? I know. Is that what it I, was? I know. Is it like- I was like... It's, I don't think it has to do with age. I think because he's not I don't human think it anymore. <laughs> oh <my laughs> he's God. transcended that. He's so. transcended almost a man. Yeah. So okay. Oh yeah, that was my that was my uh, um, that was my impression. I hope we have more scenes together. Yeah, where me he too. says creepy things about. And, oh my gosh, and that's maybe, what I'm living for for the rest of the I season. There you go. Maybe he might actually reveal things instead of holding back things he should have fucking said in the first place. We'll Maybe there. he can explain to John that he is in fact sleeping with his aunt. We'll, uh, we'll get there. Because I don't think that's we'll sunken. Get, we'll get there. Um, okay, so uh, you put down Arya and Gendry, which I was over- underwhelmed by. I mean, I was just happy it happened at all, and I liked their little banter. And nice. I just it was a little flirty. It was. Flirty. It was. I was like, what's this, Arya? Like, okay, girl, get like, it. I don't know. I just pictured after all this time and knowing that they're both alive there would have been some sort of hug in there instead of been like yeah i don't think, I don't they think that's that relationship a- yet and so i feel like that's okay like they were sort of i feel like you know that kind of might come later if they live yeah you know more than the next two episodes Arya's gonna die gendry might live but she's gonna die but anyway well, I know she's gonna die but it might come before she dies I but like i just together. feel like Arya as like a character now isn't as a like john can bring that out in her but i think he's the only one yeah like even like her her reunion with like bran and and sansa i just feel like she's been through much she's kind of more reserved exactly i know but gendry's gendry's been with her at some of the most horrible points but he's also hasn't been with her for other horrible points but i also think he still you know respects that line between them that exists because of a number of age, age a lot of things and social status and I, just, I don't think they were ever at the point where they were going to run into each other's arms and hug yeah, yeah. So, well i don't i don't mean it in a romantic way i just mean it in no, like I'm not, i know i, I know. mean it yeah, like, just, just being but... just being thrilled to know my friend is alive is to me like i could see it with like a hot pie well yeah everybody yeah. wants a hug hot pie yeah but not like genji i don't know i was i, I was actually happy with it i feel like no, I was satisfied with I was, it. I was mostly satisfied with it. Okay. And I like how she, like, he's going to make her, like, a little weapon. That's it's cute. That's going to be. Because, you know. 
that's gonna be interesting. Gendry overs reminded her of John. There you go. In the book, at least, so weapons and weapons. Yes. Okay. We'll see. Arya and the Hounds was perfect. <laughs> I like how she said, I robbed you first. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yep. I like that Gendry was standing there for that whole thing, too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Tyrion and Sansa. I liked their conversation. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I was happy with it. I, I wish mean, we had more... I, I'm still a little annoyed that they have Tyrion kind of be, like, I mean, I don't, I don't know why he would trust Cersei at this point, and so... Because no like, matter I know, what... No, I know family is family, but and, like, But also, like, in a way, his... Well, not in a way. His, his, his relationship to her is abusive, and you tend to... When you're in true. that kind of relationship, you still tend to love your abuser, even if you don't want to. And so you hmm. want to still believe the best. So. Yeah. I just want Tyrion to be smart again. Well, so does Sansa, apparently. <laughs> so. so we'll see how that goes for him. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, Theon and Yara. I mean, I put it in here just because it was another reunion. I agree. It wasn't. It was too quick. And. Yeah, I wanted, I mean, I I wanted more from cut, that. But also, I was like, this is just kind of silly. But I guess they have to move it along because they don't have enough time. I know. I, I wanted more from that. I wanted, I wanted, I don't know. I don't know what I want. I just wanted more from that. I didn't. I mean, I like there was, the part there was, where. There was no, like, he got in, he got her out, and all of a sudden they're on a boat and everything is great. I mean, I liked the conversation on the boat. Yes, I did too. I just think the. The getting to the boat part was mm-hmm. less yeah. exciting. Like I, I think it would have been more exciting if we could have seen a little bit more of the battle. Well, beforehand. exactly. We could have had like an action piece in this episode. Yeah, and that right. could have been it. Yes, yes. So, and I also find it weird, like how they were even able to like get her away. It just like, feels like where, Euron's fleet was... is incompetent yeah. that he'd be able to do it. Like it was just. Especially without them showing it. It's like what you yeah. can figure out a way for him to do it. It would have been nice to see screen. like how he like got on the boat and like Cause, I agree. Because we just saw him going off like in yeah. season seven with like no plan and then And having his ass. Oh here kicked. he is, he's accomplished his goal already. Yeah. I mean I know they have they don't have time to do that kind of stuff. They could have cut a couple of did. scenes out of this episode and made the time. They could have made a scene shorter. Oh, yeah, they definitely could have made shorter. that scene shorter. And they could have they could have done away with a whole other scene, but that mm-hmm. is that. Anyway, um, okay. Uh, and and so Bran and Jamie also. Yeah. As I mentioned, right. I just thought it was hilarious, and I just I liked the the callback to Jamie taking his helmet off with taking mm-hmm. his hood off. Yes. And I did reblog that Tumblr gif of the parallel and I was like, this is what eight years of Game of Thrones <laughs> it does for somebody. It's true. <laughs> he looks a little worse for wear. Yeah. And I, I want to, yeah. And but Nicolai he really looks played really, it really well. good. He looks really good. When he just saw Bran, he was like, <gasps> like his, his facial reaction. He's like, oh no, you're still here. There you go. You're still here. Um, I, he's not sing, He's not singing the song. I'm still standing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, no, no. Oh, God. Um, I loved Liana Mormont being Liana Mormont uh, and calling John out. Yeah. I like, like I'm convinced that she's going to live forever and she's going to be like Olena only times a thousand as an old woman. I hope she lives. Yeah. Oh, and my God. And I mean, God. like, on a, on a personal, like, level, like, I relate to... Liana, oh yeah, and Sansa and Arya, but I can totally see where John is coming from because Book John and I guess Show John have always been like very goal oriented. Yes. Like they gotta protect the realm. Like Yen's justify the means, whichever way we get there. So I, I empathize with him, even though I don't necessarily like it. Yeah, I think his perspective and their perspective makes sense. Yeah. I have a problem with Danny's little smug smiles. No, that 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 really made me angry because, like, when he got through telling her that you have to win the trust of the Northerners, she literally had that smug look on her face when the when the dragons flew over and scared people. Like, bitch, I'm sorry, this is not how you're going to win their loyalty. It's also horrible. Interesting because, like, her right hand man for how many years has been Jorah Mormont, a man from the north. Yes. So you'd figure she'd have like more insight into more like, perspective of what a northerner by, is. Like, basically, having your right hand man be like a a man of the north. Yeah, 
I mean, I agree with you. That's why I liked the Danny and San scene and the fact that she was confronted by something terrible that she did because she hasn't really been thus far. Well, because she's only ever had to go up against cartoon villains, like like, people who have like murderers or rapists or child killers, slavers. This was finally confronting, you know, something that has more moral ambiguity to it. Yeah. What's always been the case in the book, right? It's like her one of the reasons why she's not that for me at least she's not that interesting of a character is because of where she's located and it's sort of like yeah in the books I don't find her interesting at all she bores the hell out of me. But I will say like it is nice to have because you know she's finally being confronted with all of this stuff that she never had. But it is nice to see like uh her being gray. You know what I mean? Because John is very like beginning. He's, you know, John is very honorable, so he's less, I guess, interesting from that perspective. Even John a little bit this season. Like, I like the complexity of both of them. Well, I think he ha- he's confronted by this stuff, too, since he has yeah. aligned with her, and he has to sort of justify that. Which I think, I mean, he does have justification for it, but I think, you know, Sansa and, and Lyanna, like, do have a point. But it's just, it's not a cut and dry, clear situation. No. You know, he, like, they're all right in a way. Yeah. And I think that that makes the situation more interesting. Yeah. But yep. I, I think, I, I feel, I felt really bad for Sam in that scene because as, as much as his father was a terrible human to him, it's still, he was still his father. And knowing that not only did he lose his father, he lost his brother. Yeah, it was the brother part that made it even worse because, he like I think he could have He liked dealt Dickon. With, I think he could have dealt with, you know, losing his father for, you know, for all those reasons. But then he was like, oh, great, maybe my brother will be okay and, you know, like me and I'll be able to, like, go home after all of this. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, oh, wait. I think it works also for John's performance and Amelia's performance. I thought they both were really great in that scene. Yeah. I mean, it's probably my favorite, like, of the whole, like, episode. Yeah, it's, And also, it's like, a the idea scene. of, like, Danny and Sam being together in it, that's not one I was expecting. Right. No. I wasn't expecting, like, Danny to be confronted by, like, that. Especially well, when she goes the, there for, yeah. to, the like, to thank him and, and be like, yeah. you know, like, this, you've did, you've done something wonderful and I'm so, I'm so grateful. And then basically finding out that she's done something really terrible. And Well, I think it's interesting for next episode when she's you know confronted with the jamie situation and i was saying to jess too earlier that i think it you know when sam brings up to john that you know would he have spared them thought that was was brilliant i just wonder if he's gonna have an opportunity to offer counsel to her with the jamie situation because like yes he did you know he did kill her father, but, you but know, he saved a million killed... people. Well, I mean, there's that, and her father, you know, killed Brandon and Rickard. Brandon yeah, and, and like, Rickard. Brutally. Yeah, like right, and so terribly, along with a bunch of other people, and so yeah. but I they, think they, he it's... literally burned them alive in front of him. Well, right, I know, and I'm saying I think it'll be interesting for all of that conflict to come out. I mean, I'm really from this sort of character it's nice to have this kind of character conflict be brought all back up again right. because last season was so like devoid of that yeah yes and so it's nice to get this kind of depth back to the show and to the characters yeah. not that they have enough time to deal with it necessarily but like the hints of it we're getting i do like right? i've always been excited to see jamie and danny in a yeah. scene together yeah in the books and the show yeah so. no i'm looking forward to that um because yes, I understand it's it's shitty that he killed her father, but is it shitty though? But, like, but I, no, no, it, no, no. As, as, as a ch- as a child, you're yeah. you're, right. picture, like, you're picturing this. Like coming that's from. I get where she's coming from in this, but um, also not know not picture. yeah not knowing what all the situation is and only yeah. hearing the stories from your brother who is clearly disturbed anyway <laughs> i want jamie to tell her like yeah like i had a Brienne. but yeah i watched i had to stand there while he like basically abused your mother yeah yeah so and that's I mean, gonna be and an she interesting can still scene. she can still you know be conflicted about it that's yeah totally yeah, like, normal yeah. But, oh yeah. absolutely absolutely but i do think i mean like I said, I do think that this is, is good conflict to get into for these characters. I just hope we have some time to deal with it before. I mean, the battle's not going to be until episode three anyway, so 
I think hopefully next episode. It's good character development for Daenerys. Get to deal with all the stuff, yeah. So and I like that she's more polarizing as a character. I mean, she's always been a little bit more polarizing than like it's Arya and Jon or Brienne, Tyrion. They're much easier to like. Yeah, but now she's going up against characters that we all know and love, and so now it's you know it's combined with all of that, so it it's more but also she's at least she's much more interesting in the show in the book i just want to like nap she's interesting in the book it's just that her location is not right and and that's it it's because it's the same thing over and over in the book because she's not getting anywhere and i think i think she'll be more interesting (laughs) no i know but i think she'll be more interesting once she finally makes it across the narrow sea but for but for now i just feel like it's five books of her just being through the wastelands and i'm like okay i'm done with this i don't know if i agree with that perspective i mean i think book one is her like best moment and she has cool moments in book three and i just i just feel like it's because they're not there are no characters there that we really love it's largely book five with her where you're just like I'm tired of waiting for people to get to you, mm-hmm. and I would like you to go somewhere. And especially because uh, Fagon just decides to go to Westeros and goes to Westeros. And you're like, look, it's that easy. It was yeah. that easy. And if I yeah. hear about a floppy hat one more fucking time, <laughs> I'm like, floppy ears. floppy ears. Like, give me a fucking break. No one needs floppy ears. Moving on. Anyway. Um, nerd rage moments. That's a good segue. And there you go. Nerd rage. I think we all can agree on we don't need to hear any more jokes about balls. I'm just, I'm so tired of it. Like, it's just not funny. I think, I think, um, Varys was all of us in that scene. Yes. But, like, it's not just that scene. Like, it's every scene that they can make that joke, they make that joke. No, that's what I'm saying. I think Varys was all of us basically saying we're fucking done with this. (laughs) And I don't, like, I just don't know why they keep doing it. And it's just, like, no one finds, like, who finds this stuff funny? At this There's point. some men. probably men who probably find know, it amusing. It's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so why did they have it? There you go. No female letters. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to the scene that no one needed to really see, and they could have presented it another way. It was just silly. I mean. And I still don't even know why Braun is still there. <laughs> I, I don't know why Braun is still there either. But. Um, like, if I were Braun, I would have just left with everybody else. Yeah. Like, I, all of his people that he was loyal to. Are all gone. Group. I know why he stayed, but like I'm still just I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this whole whole thing of him going after Tyrion and Jamie. Just it seems like just giving him something to do, do because he shouldn't be a character on the show anymore. I yeah, basically that's what I was gonna say. Like or, I feel like he's 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 not necessary to the plot and they're sort of like giving him stuff to do to uh warrant why he's still like on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And also, like, he would sell them both out, like, anyway. Like, why is exactly. this, like, a or, conflict? He's or a turn on like... her at the last second. I mean, it's just, right. like, it's... He's just brawn. I don't know. And definitely this exposition was not a callback no. that anybody needed. It was And it they was grew dumb. beyond that, thankfully. And, and it just... Fe- it takes you out of the show. It does. Because I was like, I see what this is, and it's terrible. And it's not something that anyone ever needed to see again. But yeah. and it's just, it I, looks I, in a way, that scene was basically even the prostitutes were bored. They were like, OK, we're here having sex, but we don't really give a shit. So let's talk about the people who were who we used to have sex with who are dead or have no more eyelids. It's just like eye eye rolling at this point. It really was. Extremely so. It really was. Um, so let's move away from that and hopefully never have to speak of it again. Please um, <laughs> and then there was the longest dragon riding scene ever. We probably could have cut out three hours of that. I mean, I understand, like, why it's get a bonding a nice moment before, like, shit hits the fan with the parent reveal and Char- John's, like, Targaryen, like, connection. I get that. I just felt it was... We don't have time for this. It was a oh, little gratuitous. <laughs> yeah, it was indulgent. Yeah. I also, Especially we didn't get the Theon, like, scene to have, like, this, like... Drag Very ass. long dragon sequence. Yeah. Flying sequence. I mean, and I I kind of wish that when Jon flew a dragon, it, it was there was, like, more ceremony to it rather than her just being like, yeah, sure, get on this other dragon. It's here. You're here. If you fall off, you know... Sure. He eats the cards. Yeah, I didn't like her attitude about it. I didn't think it was funny. I thought she was just like, oh, 
well, you know, if you fall off, you very, fall off. It was just like, her, like, way of flirting. I know, but it was just, it, I, it, in a way, it didn't seem like her. Like, I was like, I understand that you were, that you were uncomfortable with Sansa, and there was that little bit of, but, like, I felt like it was being held over and taken out on him at that point. And I was like, that's not the way she usually is with him. So it just seemed off to me. Well, her way that she is with him never makes sense to me anyway. So... Especially because she's his aunt, but that's a whole other well, issue. Well, that's the least of the issues. I just think it's been bad writing and they don't have on-screen chemistry as those characters. No. Which is weird because they do in real life. I know. Yes. Yes. But, but it's that's also part like, of the problem, I think. But... I, I think I think the issue is like Danny and John are very similar mm-hmm. in that they're both kind of stoic. They're not very funny. They have the humorous. same DNA. So they're ba- yeah, but they're basically like not the same person. Obviously, no. they're different characters, but they have similar ideals and similar trajectories. You, yes. you get Tyrion and Danny in a scene together because they're different. Well, that's why it, John and Grit, grit work, Drogon and, and Danny work. Yeah, Drogo. Not Sorry, the dragon. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I mean, I know the dragon wants in, but you know, I know. At least his the looks he was <laughs> serving in that scene. But, I mean, Iceland's pretty. I mean, it I is. do. I do think that if they had written them. I mean, even though I didn't particularly like that scene, the fact that they were trying to be, like, jokey and flirty worked better like for that, me than no, no, anything from part, last season. Yeah, but that part which was, I was fine. Which I thought was terrible. No, no, but that part was fine because that seemed like more of what she is with him. The thing with him getting on the dragon, she just seemed kind of weird. It was a weird scene. Yeah, but once once they were, like, walking around where the waterfalls, that seemed more normal and more natural of a It would have been cooler if, like... He got on the dragon during the battle. Like, I'm fucking crazy. I'm gonna do this. I don't know. Yeah, but then he wouldn't have had his snuggles with Rhaegal earlier. Well, I mean, he still could have had that moment, just not actually flown on the dragons. Or she could have taken him on Drogon or something. He's already been on Drogon. But now they're bonded. (laughs) I know, but now... Now he's bonded to to Rhaegal. Great. I know, I just... I just wish there was, I feel like in the books, if that happens, if, you know, assuming we ever get the books, which is probably never going to happen, but I we're going like to get would, them happy thoughts. I feel like there would be more ceremony to it or more meaning to that scene. And I didn't feel that weight of what was happening that I would imagine there would be. I guess for me also, it's, you have like Gendry, like working hard, getting all these obsidian Weapons created. Sansa's worried about like food and preparations for like the winter, and then like John and Danny just have time to just go fly dragons and like have like this short reprieve from everything. It's it's like, I guess the timing. It just seems like there's urgency. The the White Walkers. He told them. As Bran told them, Bran said, "We don't have time. The wall has fallen, and like to have this like moment of just like." Them just chilling out. At least they didn't have cave sex. If Jamie and Brienne had that moment, but it feels more earned. But Jamie and Brienne are in King and Queen. That's true. Yeah. So. So there you go. Um, Okay, moving on. This one seemed to. Ugh, I'm not happy with this scene at all. Cersei sleeping with Euron. I'm here for it. Yeah, but Lena wasn't even crazy about the idea. She was arguing against it for a while, which. To me, I think she, she has a better grip on her character than I do. So It just seemed, I guess, because, I, I don't know. I The King's Landing stuff right now is super uninteresting to me because there's just, like, no one there. No. And it's just... It's, it's Cersei and, and Euron. It's just very and, disconnected and Kyburn, from the, and, and Kyburn. And, and Robert Strong, I mean the mountain. And Costco Jamie Lannister. And Costco yeah. Jamie um, Lannister. But it's just... Because everything else is happening in Winterfell, it just feels very disconnected from the rest of it. And it's like, like, why are we even bothering? Like, what is this going to achieve? You know, like, I'm just kind of like, okay. And like, she seems so bored by it. And it's not like she's, and even when she was like, oh, I like your arrogance. I was still just like, do you? Do you really? I, think I don't she, know. Here's the, they're both <laughs> shitheads. And so I'm just here for just. I mean, it's fine, it. but it's not like. But he just reminds just, me of a drunk on the off. subway. That's what he reminds felt, He reminds me of that drunk on the subway that everybody's trying to sit there and shrink into their seats and hope that the drunk gets off at the next stop. This is what he reminded me of. That was that scene. It just was weird because she was like not having it. No. And then, and then she just, stops at the door and is like, okay, sure. And he's like, great. 
it's it's very like wildling like relations. It's just how they do it north of the wall. Ugh, it's it's free folk esque. It's like stealing. Wife stealing, spirit wife know. stealing. It's just weird. It, well, I don't know. I I I, guess, I I didn't mind it. I liked it. I guess we have to see how they what they do with it because right now I'm just like I don't really understand why it's happening, because or her obsession with elephants. I mean, <laughs> elephants are cool. Maybe she watched Dumbo that weekend and she was like, <laughs> or or she watched Lord of the Rings and wanted an elephant. Oh, Ol- elephant. Yeah, right. There you go. They might be useful in battle. There you go. Okay. Um, She's like, I read that in a book, another fantasy novel. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie has picked up the Aragorn, the dirtier you look, the hotter you are. So I guess we're already heading in that direction. Okay, moving on. Um, I think we've already talked about Costco, Lamy, Jamie Lannister. Lamy Jen. Lamy, Lamy, Lamy Jen. <laughs> That's his new name. Harry right? Suckland. <laughs> <laughs> Costco, Lamy Janister. There, my... Uh, my Freudian slip was showing. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Lay me suckling. Oh, God. Um, okay, I already complained about how dark it was with Beric and Tormund, so we don't need to talk about that. Um, there is the whole Bran had a lot of motherfucking things to say to John, but sort of skipped out on the one important thing he should have said. He didn't really say anything to No, John. he said, we don't have he time said- for this, and then went <laughs> yeah. on that whole dissertation and forgot to say... That's your aunt. Well, I don't think he, don't that, that was the right place anymore. to say that. No. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I do think it needed to be a private moment. And and I and I do like how it is from Sam. Like, Sam would know he was, he's not, like, fucking with him. But then it's weird and the timing's off, too. Right? Yes, because it feels like that it was forced that you, you've you've hurt Sam and this is his retaliation. Yeah, a little bit. And that, that was upsetting like, to me. Um, but I do like uh, Jess's comment, knows everything, does nothing. That's, and John true. knows nothing, does everything. I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, I do just wonder how much John actually took in of that revelation. Like, because he was very focused on, oh, Ned lied to me for all this time. But like Sam and... knew immediately. He's like, he did it to protect you. No, and I, I like, like that they put that, that in Yeah, there. I'm glad that Sam wonder... pointed that out to him. I, just... See, I don't like that John like didn't like put the connect the dots himself and was like, oh, wow, like my dad. Well, I mean, I think he was very overwhelmed in that situation, yeah. finding that out. I mean, that's what he's wanting I mean, to know all his yeah, life. Yeah, in a couple of days, and... he probably would have connected the dots and go, oh. But I think at that moment, he was I, just I like, like, that's if, all fucked up. If this up. is Book John finding this out, you know, you would get paragraphs of him trying to, you know, work out how Makes he feels sense. about it. And in this, they don't have time. So Sam's just like, here you go. Here's the information and here's why it's okay. But I do just wonder, like, if, if the aunt connection has sunk in and what that means. Yeah. Because I, I don't, don't even think, think it does. I don't even think he's, his mind is even no, there. No, no. He's there. He's, like, it's no. so new. It's more so like. In his head, it's he, treason. He, he's not seeing things, anything else. He's not seeing anything There's a lot of layers to deal with there, you know. The, it's, the fact that, like, he went to the wall and, like, each, a bunch of there's things. There's a lot of stuff going yeah, on. To unpack Catelyn's treatment of him, like, his relationship to his siblings, relationship to his dad, like, everything. The fact that he's, in theory, king. Yeah. 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 There's a lot before, oh, I'm fucking my aunt. Yeah, right? <laughs> and and But I want him to get there eventually. Yeah. And tying on to that is his fucking name that makes me so angry because seriously, this motherfucker couldn't come up with a separate name for his second son. Like he really has don't... to have the same name. He's not George Foreman. There's he doesn't no need to have his kids all with the same George's name. <laughs> I always wish it was Amen. Yes, I would have so loved Aemon, to Aemon. Aemon the Dragon Knight is his hero. Aemon Targaryen, the Maester Aemon on the wall. It just would make more sense. I would have loved Aemon. for it to be Aemon. Aegon just doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't understand why they thought that was a good idea. No. I hope it's Aemon in the book. Yeah, because... Or, or what about Jaehaerys? You guys are still... <laughs> I, I can even live with Jaehaerys, um, but like... Eamon would have been more appropriate. I, I'm Or just that he was named John after John Connington works for me too. Yeah, there was that. Or John Aaron. No, that doesn't make no that sense. Was, that That's was John. the reason. That was yeah. the reason he was named he was named after but if John he, Aaron. If he was named John after John Connington, that would have made sense. Yeah. And Eamon would have made sense. And any other name other than Aegon would have made sense, because why would you name two of your children the same name? Right. Um <laughs> Unless you're George Foreman. 
So there you go. Anyway, um, so I, I created a new category, which was basically, it doesn't fall into nerd rage or Rhaegar, but it was things they're, that they're were interesting. Jared moments. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I would really like to see Jorah interacting with Liana Mormont. And I would be really want to see her rip him a new asshole and basically <laughs> like you are a disgrace to this family. Um, but I can go, you're okay right now. But like, no, I really want to see her rip into him because I want to see him cower before her. So that's what I'm really looking forward to that I hope happens. Um, just, <laughs> you still want answers on how to feed all the Dothraki and the Unsullied. I mean, it's a legitimate like I concern. So. It's like, how are they going to like feed all these people? I mean, it's a concern that John has in the books too and feeding the Night's Watch. These are like, they were kind of boring, like, Economical. Fortunately, half of them are probably going to die in the third episode. So that'll take care of some of the problem. Yeah, that that was my question as far as like what they're going to do moving forward. Um, What else do I, I'm looking that I was, I'm into. I don't know. I'm interested seeing like Bran, just more Bran in general. Yeah. I like that he's like finally like back in the thick of it with everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Because he was, like, so long, he was, like, more than any other character, more than John or more than Danny, was very detached. Got from... totally left out of a whole season. Got totally yeah. left out of a whole season. That was the worst, it was the worst season, so I think it was probably good for him. Yeah. Um, but well, it's just nice seeing... Better. I love his, I love his like, scenes with Sam. Yes. I love... I would like more scenes with him and John. Yes. Him and his siblings. I mean, I think... Less creepy. I would like to see him still... I want to see, like, Bran, like, actually... Come out again? Like, Bran, like, yeah, the Bran we know from, like, the books and the earlier it'd seasons. Be, it'd be nice if he had, like, one moment where he broke out of the creepy thing and, like, smiled at his brother or something. Yeah, just, like, yeah. be human. Cousin. Because be not for anything, tree. Blood Raven wasn't... Blood Raven wasn't this, like, I don't know... Blood stoic and I like blood yes I, yeah stoic that's the word i'm looking for listen professor x can like feel what all these other mutants are feeling and he doesn't act that, that way yeah so there you and go he's also in a wheelchair so it's not fucking and he moves around um, well his moves without him uh using his arms so. that's true <laughs> brand, brand needs to invent that hey. um he needs cerebro <laughs> <God>. <laughs> He's got cerebro. Yeah, he is, it's, he is it's, cerebro. It's, it's, called the, it's called the weirwood tree. Um, uh, weirwood net. Um, weirwood no, net. but I think Bran, like Danny, like, you know, all these other characters who have been isolated, getting back into all of this does make for a very interesting, like, situation. And I think going forward, that could be good. Oh, I agree. Show. I agree. How is, what is he going to do during the battle? Um, is he going to war a dragon? I hope he works Viserion. the Viserion dragon, yes. And turns it against, like, the Night King. We, could always, we could always hope. So, um, okay, so let's talking about, let's talking, hello. Uh, let's talk about what's coming up. Um, obviously, let's just face it, anything that's do with Jamie is what I'm looking forward to. Um, Me too. I really want to see the conversation between Bran and Jamie. I think that's going to be mm-hmm. really interesting. You need it. You need him to say something creepy to Jamie. I need my boy and my girl to meet up again and not be yelling at each other. Because I would like Bran to like be in the second episode since she basically just stood in the background of a couple scenes. Well, thankfully she's tall, so we got to see her. Um, (laughs) I had to go back for Hana and point her out. Oh. No, I I spotted her immediately. Because first I saw Spot and then I was like, ah, she's right next to him. Um, So, um... Jess, you had put down that you're looking forward to Danny trying to call Jamie out, which we did talk. Oh about. yeah, like and like calling Jamie for killing her her dad and in the in the north of all places and being really yeah. Do you not know what, who your dad like killed? That like they're the Northern Lords. But um, I'm also looking forward to. I have a bold prediction. Go ahead. All right. So you know the speculation that they said that the reason why Aegon the Conqueror basically wanted to unite the Seven Kingdoms was the expectation that. The others were going to come back again. Right. Yes. So others are defeated, let's say forever at this point. Do the seven kingdoms go back to being like seven separate kingdoms in the end? And that's what's going to happen. You're going to get Tyrion, who's going to be king in the west. John, king in the north. Danny, queen in the south. I would love that, actually. And so it becomes like, and they create like a allies. Council. So like, so yeah, basically when the, when they're needed, they come together I would like really, Avengers. I would really like love that. Like the Avengers, that. they come together when there's like a big baddie again, right? 
but they they go back to being like separate kingdoms. If they live, yeah, they live and decide. Like you know what, like this country like, becomes king of Stormland. There you they, go. Yeah. Sansa, well, whoever the, Sansa's whoever's queen the, in the north. That's my that's my bold prediction is that I, they go back I, to I, being I would like totally separate love kingdoms. that to be true. I, I could I could be down with that. I could I I would yeah this this would because it it made sense at the time just that's because this is more of us like reading Fire and Blood right it makes sense at that given moment yes. why the kingdoms needed to be united, um and how that benefited the realm but really like at this point like is it necessary and also like the idea that I guess they forget that like there was a Westeros before the Targaryens came. Yes. Like they act like Westeros history just goes back 300 years these people in this like this show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they act like oh, it, the Targaryens are the be all end all. Like no, there was like a Westeros people living there for thousands of years before the Targaryens even landed in Westeros. Yep. So I would like them to like pretend like that that actually had happened. Yeah, because <laughs> you know that like they're not originally from Westeros. Go- well, then, for, regardless of that, just the idea that like it's like there's kingdoms that were there before, like the Targaryens. There was there was a world before the Iron Throne, right? But what like, I'm the saying Iron is Thrones are the they, be all end all of history. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they came to a land where it was already populated. They they weren't they weren't of there originally. So yeah, there were people living there before they came over. So yeah, children of the forest come back and they just take over everything. Are there any of them left? Yeah, they're probably like <laughs> somewhere. Hiding with their fireballs. They're hiding with the reeds. We know Leaf is gone. (laughs) Anywho. Okay. Um, Jenny, what about you? Anything that we haven't mentioned that you're looking forward to? Uh, No, I mean, just definitely the Jamie stuff and definitely just getting into more of the complex relationships that all of these characters coming back together have because I think the character stuff is the most interesting part of this series and always has has been. um brand and theon met since no that's right because no. theon's coming back yeah, because theon's going back to the north, north very too, good so I'm like, point that could be and then theon well. and sansa would be a nice even like a scene with theon and just theon and Arya. like that's never happened before right. i don't yeah. know i just want I think theon, theon theon with the starks i think could be interesting because even theon is... with jamie just theon with everybody else like, yes theon at winterfell he's trying so hard to sort of like redeem himself he is and... and and we all know he's going to die but i think i don't think he's gonna die no I... he's already had so many horrible things that's what that's what i would just be like i just i don't think he needs to be redeemed at this point that's true. I mean, and I also like the way the fact that John last season told him he was a Greyjoy, but he was a Stark as well. And I think that's why it's so important for him well, to go back to them. I think back to fight for the Starks at Winterfell is kind of the it's part of end his redemption. of that journey for him. And, I mean, whether he dies fighting for the Starks, I mean, maybe. But I also don't think he needs to. I agree. I don't think I he think, needs to, but I think that's I think what's going to wind up happening. If he were going to die, I think it would have happened last season if he was, like, saving Yara. I also feel like he already redeemed himself technically when he saved, like, Sansa. That, too. So that. I mean, that was, like, his redemption in the books. Yeah. Saving, well, saving um, Jane Poole. Jane Poole. Right. Yeah. God, his books, the book five, Theon is so good. Oh, my, he is. It, it's one of my favorite storylines. Yeah. It's so good. Um. Aside from him eating rats in the first chapter. Oh, oh that's it's so hard. We just moved past that. <laughs> yeah, that's the one chapter I cannot read. So heartbreaking. Okay, well, um, I think we covered this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Can we toast to Theon? We, we can totally toast to Theon. We can totally toast to Theon. I'm down for that. to Creepy Bran. Creepy Bran. Creepy <laughs> From Coma Bran to Creepy Bran. <laughs> All flavors of brand. There you go. All brand. Um. <laughs> now he's so a cereal that has Theon. fiber. Okay. It's a brand in Theon. That could be a great buddy movie. <laughs> Interesting. You kind of, I don't know, be boring. Oh my god. Theon pushing the wheelchair oh. with his like you know mutilated hands and Aww. Aww. good times. <laughs> Okay. Hand jokes. We can have hand jokes. There we go. Balls jokes. That's fine. I can yeah. look at that. All right. So let's toast to Theon because reasons. So to Theon. To Theon Greyjoy. May you live out the season. And keep the rest of your body parts. Yes. No more mutilation of Theon. He's been through enough. Right. <laughs> okay. So bye. Bye. bye.
The winds of winter. And so he broke that sacred oath that Lord of the crossing, and now the pie crusts cover his kin, and they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie crusts cover his kin, revenge it tastes so sweet. People are walking. I I'll do the play-by-play. Play. I can't. I... We'll get there before the night. The night's a The. Oh my God! The kid's eyes are open. Oh my God! <laughs> 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 oh, there he is. The red, red. I told you, Brad was waiting for him. I told you. I told you. He was waiting for an old friend. Oh shit. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my god! You walk over and talk to him? Like, sorry, bro? He's gonna roll over him with the wheelchair and say, sorry, I didn't see you there. <laughs>